Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have Milk White and the Green Corvette. So, for those of you just tuning in, Creepypasta are scary stories that get copied and pasted across the internet, whether it be on threads or forums. Go check it out on Google. Um, so, we'll dive into Milk White, which was by Easy... Misery, um, and it starts off with the narrator explaining an urban legend in his small Wisconsin town um, of a boy born and raised in the local insane asylum who would sneak out at night, um, and because he was uh, he was albino and sunlight would burn him, and would look for people still awake to bring home as friends. Uh, now, of course, he killed them with one bite of his huge teeth before doing so, and it was usually child victims. So the asylum closes down, closes down, uh, but the stories remain and permeate um, the childhoods of many of people, kids in this town. So, and there's even like a creepy little rhyme to it, like "Hush now, sleep tight, or else beware of Milk White. He doesn't fuss, he doesn't fight. He'll kill you dead with just one bite." Um, and Milk White is the name of the killer. Um, so, cut to the narrator is now 12 and he is he and he has an older but slower friend named Peter who's been held back a couple of grades and this new friend from New York who just moved into town and absolutely hates the small town and his name is Jimmy uh, Jimmy is totally bored one night or one day and decides that and doesn't believe in any of these stories thinking they're just made up and you're a bunch of babies for believing in it. So, um, you mean his older friend whose name is Hans? Is it Hans? Yeah, I don't know where you got Peter where from. Where the fuck did Peter come Peter from? Peter is the, uh, brother of Hans, the one that went missing. Oh, okay, that's my, sorry. Yeah. Wow. All right, well, we're done. Oh, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little confused as how Hans and Peter ended up as names of brothers. I mean, hmm. it's just, like, maybe like yeah. they're just, well, they're not in the same category. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Unless Peter is short for something else, like Petosperskin or something. <laughs> I was going to... how you just added gibberish to Peter, <laughs> but it was the exact same gibberish that I was adding yeah. to Peter in my head. Yeah, same. <laughs> Petrovsky. That's all I got. <laughs> Uh well okay sorry Hans is this is the larger but slower friend. Uh, my name is yeah. Hans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so Jimmy wants Jimmy's not believing any of this bullshit, so he just wants to, and he's bored, so he wants to go up to the asylum and check it out. Um, and he drags in the other two. Um, after a trek in the snow at night, um, where they do see bare uh, like human feet tracks. Um, like barefoot tracks. Um, yeah, like adult sized. Um, and get in, th- and they get in through a boarded up broken window where Peter um, impales his hand on a nail. Um, Hans? Sorry, yeah, Hans. <laughs> it's because my because my, my, my rundown has Peter in it. Damn it, damn it. <laughs> I didn't know you wrote down your rundown. <laughs> Most of the time, I will write down like jot notes. Um, so. 
Okay, so from now on, every time you say P- Peter, I'm going to say Hans, but just keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, after a few hours, uh, not much is actually like spooky or anything like that, and everybody starts to get calming down. And that's when Hans finds um, the door to the basement where Milk White is supposedly lives. Um, but it won't open, and Jimmy tries it, and then he tries to get Hans to do it, but uh, Hans is all scared, and um, uh, then that's when they hear uh, someone coming up the stairs. Um, so they kill their their flashlights as the door opens, and Milk White, or the, the what they presume to be Milk White, pops up, um, just like right next to them, and doing his creepy uh, like rhyme and a whisper and such. Um, and then, with a slip of his thumb, the narrator flicks on the flashlight, revealing Milk White, who is not white, but blood-stained. And so he's red. Um, and that's when Peter bashes the narrator and Jimmy's Jimmy over the head. Sorry, I failed. Peter haunts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, uh, he comes... Uh, uh, when he comes to, Hans and Milk White are gone, and it's nearly morning. Um, and he manages to drag Jimmy out of the the asylum and to the nearest um, place. Building. Yeah, building. Um, and uh, the authorities get show up, and after an investigation, it is decided that Hans must have done something to the kids um, that sexually. blocked it. Yeah, sexually. That blocked it. That, that's why they came up with this weird story, and like that's why Jimmy can't remember anything, um, and ran off. So Hans's family has now lost two children, Peter and Hans, or one children because of me, Peter and Hans. <laughs> Peter Hans. <laughs> um, but anyways. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so after, uh, like, it's a couple of years have passed. Um, our narrator is now in college, and he refuses to come home, despite his parents's like, beggings um and because he knows the truth that hans did not do anything to them and that in fact hans saved them from milk white that night because only uh milk white only goes after you if you are asleep or if you aren't asleep if you're awake yeah if you're awake um and that's the end of the story so i have a feeling i know you guys like thought about the story but I know the story didn't have a lot of per- like wasn't a perfect like perfectly written or anything like that, um, and it could definitely be improved. But for some reason, it has a lot of charm to me, like as a boogeyman story. Um, like the whole like I-, I was actually just really I don't know like I was I really enjoyed the the ending like of uh, of like the like not I guess it's a twist because like or when Hans sacrificed himself to save the other kids um, from he the big bad monster. He sacrificed himself. After he knocked out um, Jimmy and whoever the fuck the narrator, narrator is. Yeah, we never get in. Um, he could have been bashing himself in the head the whole time while Milk White's taking him away. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's actually, that's actually kind of what I was thinking, too. I'd have been doing the same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, like, I don't know, like, there's... I liked the description of the monster, like the um, the boogeyman character, uh, Milk White. Um, the whole like the whole like backstory of the urban legend was really cool to me. I will say that as soon as like Hans and Jimmy were brought in, I was thinking in the back of my head, it was like, all right, which one of these people or both are going to die by the end of this? <laughs> and I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised. Well, okay, I was I was kind of sad that Hans died, or Hans's fate was kind of sealed there. And that Jimmy didn't get bite it because fucking Jimmy, like he's portrayed as such a dick in the story <laughs> that you just—he's the character that you just want to die in a horror movie. Well, yeah, it's the old bait and switch. They yeah. make you hate him, they make you want him dead, and then they don't kill him. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, aside from from that, um, I think the story does have a bit of potential. Like, if it was looked at again and, like, revised, it could be, a, like, maybe made a little bit longer or just fleshed out a little bit more. I think this could be a really good story. So what do you guys think? <laughs> um, I, I think the, ab- the concept of Milk White is absolutely silly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, the origin uh, I mean, story. <laughs> no, no, I refuse to. But since you know you're gonna make me, whether or not, um, it's the the fact that a child born in the same yeah. asylum. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying it never happened. I am kind of saying that they wouldn't just leave the kid to run around. No, mm-hmm. it. Well, it, that kid would have gone to probably another hospital and probably sent him into foster care or something. Or the local orphanarium. Yeah. Whatever. Like. Yeah, they, they would have be... done something with the kid. No, I will give you that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, just right there, this kid can exist, but not living in an asylum like he did. So it's just like immediately, I can't you just fucking can't. buy it. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, like it really should just stay as. You know, a little ghost story to tell kids to get them to go to bed because they won't fucking think of that. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, "Oh man, that would fucking suck," <laughs> yeah. and then they'll go to bed. Um, but I mean, like, if you wanted to make it more believable, like have him, you know, he is born in an asylum. He gets, you know, sent to sent to the orphanarium. He never gets adopted because, I mean, he's an albino and whatever. There's he's, some stuff wrong with he's him. He's not well adjusted. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, then he turns 18 and he's out of the orphanarium and he goes back and, you know, tries to find his mom, but the place is all shut down. So he just takes up residence in there and, like, continues his spiral into, like... You know, cannibalism, basically. Yeah, that's and then becomes the monster we all know is we now know as Milk White. Mm-hmm. That is still a preposterous turn of events, but at least it's plausible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not impossible. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I will say um, the original one for this. I kind of just I just kind of like thought I was like okay it's just like that's just a ghost story like it, it sounded like as believable as any ghost story I've ever heard or but like urban the legend. Problem it turns out and in then the there's world of this it. story it turns yeah. out it's true. Yeah, which it's just yeah like it's not bloody well gonna no, be. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> like I do like your like your expansion on it like where like through a series of events like like that were more logical. That's how this... And who knows? Maybe that's what the truth of behind this is, but we need that. We never get that in the story. It's so, not in the story. It's I not understand. the truth. Yes. The truth mm-hmm. is, is that a baby fell out of a mental patient and they just let it crawl around. <laughs> they didn't even feed it. Yeah. It just ate scraps of food. From, uh, from that, like, across... That, like, by the going patient the hell, dropped yeah. or what have you. Yeah. Like... It's ridiculous. It's it's as ridiculous mm-hmm. as a lot of other ghost stories or like urban legends. Kind of, it's, that's what I, how I saw it. But I can under I can see like it, for a story like this, like that's it's it lazy be because mm-hmm. I came up with a way to have it be the exact same story, mm-hmm. but the backstory for your monster is a little more complicated. It would have taken a few more words to write. And a little bit more thought, a little bit more thought to come up with. Yeah, but you know, didn't even try. 
or, you know, tried and figured it wasn't worth it, or whatever the hell the thought process was there. I mean, like, yeah. Okay, so it needs to be worked on. Well, the monster is unbelievable, therefore I can't, like, I'm immediately just, like... Thrown right out of the story. Yeah, because that's all it can be at that point, is a story. Yeah. And for a creepypasta, that's, like, a bad fail, because Mm -hmm. most... I mean, a lot of the creepypastas are trying to pass themselves off as, yeah, this actually happened. Yeah. And this one didn't even try that. You know what I mean? Like, it just... Or if it did try that, it failed so fucking hard that it might as well have not tried. And Mm -hmm. at that point, it's just a story. I have no investment. I don't care about Peter. I don't care about Hans. Because what Peter is a character in the story, it happened to him. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was, and I don't care. Yeah, okay, I will say that, like, the whole, like, because the Peter thing, like, it's kind of just mentioned. Oh, no, I just don't no care reason. because I'm not invested in the story at all. Fair. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, Jimmy's a twat, but I don't even care if he lives or dies. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because you already know that they're all fictional anyway. Exactly. <laughs> um, like, I'm willing, like I've said so many times on this, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief, but I need help to get there. Okay. Like, I can't just cut my disbelief out of my, you know, physical being and just put it in a cupboard somewhere. I have to get help to suspend my disbelief. Alright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, I have that written down as one of my issues with this, was the born in an asylum. Especially since it was specifically a, a mental asylum, it wasn't a criminal asylum. So, in that regard, it has more people there to help because they're patients at that point not yeah, not inmates, just criminally insane yeah which the author blatantly says inmate at one point hmm. so he obviously doesn't know the difference between those two types of asylums yeah <laughs> and he's going for the born in a prison aspect which born in a prison could make sense if you went back into older well, yeah, days and stuff not. like that but because not, i mean yeah This, like, the events that happen now are happening, you know, now. It's 2016. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's go back, what, 30 years? Yeah. That's 1986. Shit like that just doesn't happen in 1986. Or if it does, it's it's not a common thing. We're too far along. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. There are too many regulations. There are too many people looking for some horrible story to put on the news. Yeah. And the fact that, like, a baby was just like, oh, it's born, it's keep raised. Like, that would be pretty newsworthy for the time. Exactly. Like, someone would have blown the whistle on that because someone would have taken a look at that situation and said, now, that's not right. (laughs) Something needs to be done here. Anonymous tips need to be phoned in. Yeah. <laughs> and then the the next thing that I have here, which really ruined... Well, the, at this point, the monster begins to just be ruined. Because there's a quote, He was an albino, and any form of light would horribly burn his skin. Any. Any? Form of oh. light. That's not how albinos work. No. 
But if you... That sense of delight... Oh, I'm going to go out at night. Ah, moonlight! Ah, it burns! Yeah, uh, it's like street light. <laughs> street light. Yeah. Um, and yeah. flashlight at the end. It would have been, oh... I was actually expecting that away. to happen, yeah. I will say Something. that, yeah. Like... Expecting him to burn, I was like, ah! <laughs> and maybe that was how they, they got past him. But. And I'm just... I'm also a little confused on why his teeth are huge. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he just has huge teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote that down too. It's like large teeth. So he's got big buck teeth out front. Like, yeah. Good for biting necks. I don't. I mean, maybe that's <laughs> why he was still in the asylum. Uh, just, I also but... went back to the fairy tale with uh, the Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, what big teeth you have. Yeah. <laughs> and it, based on that it's a human, your teeth don't get that big. On a human. Yeah, big, well, yeah. big teeth for a human being are not much bigger than normal teeth yeah. in a human being. So, <laughs> it doesn't help you kill someone with a single bite. Like, no. If I would like have a hard teeth or something. I would but... have a hard time killing someone with a single bite. Yeah. Like, quickly killing them. Like, yeah, like, even if you bit them in the jugular, like, that's well, and try and do that. And, try yeah. to do that. Yeah. Especially on someone who's awake and struggling. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. like, that's... This shit isn't... Like, lions yeah. don't do- kill shit in yeah. one bite. Yeah. No. They fucking try, mm-hmm. and they have evolved two... <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, you know, they do do it most of the time, but, like, there are times when it fucking doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we don't have those teeth yep. at all. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Like, I hear what you guys are saying, and I do actually, like, understand it, but I can't get past that part where, like, I just kind of, like, read the, the urban legend and, like, this adventure, this this horrible adventure, this horrifying adventure, as kind of just a work of fiction, but, like, I enjoyed it for that. So. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it's a work of fiction with absolutely, like, just everything about the monster has a hole in it. Mm-hmm. You know? That, yeah. that would be, like, fuck, I can't even think of a parallel. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're not out there. I'm just saying I can't think of one right now. Yeah. I just... I don't like my monster having holes in it. Like, I was actually willing to believe... Like, I was willing to buy the 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 fact that, you know, the light on his skin was an overstatement. Not yeah. any light. But yes, like some, light, like his... horrible, light, light did cause him discomfort. Mm-hmm. So he didn't. And like, okay, so you said it horribly burns. Well, that's just, you know, that's yeah. an exaggeration. I'm willing yeah. to allow that. Yeah. It, like, And then nothing happened with the flashlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, he did was, nothing like, with it. All he did was have him albino and sensitive to light so that he went out at night. Well, you could have done that by having him be a normal person. Well, and I guess to have the name Milk White, which yeah. isn't a great name. No. Um, no. Like, I instantly so thought, like, you could have had powder. him going out at night because that was the only time he could sneak away from, you know, fuck, it's just the only time to really go out and fucking be sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> in the cover of darkness. <laughs> you know, like... That's why so many things, like, why more crimes happen during the night during the day. I assume. <laughs> Which we all know what assuming it's or does. But, yeah, it's just... I don't know. They didn't try and make the 
the monster makes sense. Mm-hmm. That that's what it is. It's not yeah. that I don't believe it. It's that it doesn't make sense. Okay. Yeah. And like you establish a fact about the monster and then throw it out the window when the monster actually shows up. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and again, that ending again, it just struck me as oh, I'm just trying to get it over with. Like mm-hmm. so many times we find in a creepypasta, they get to the end and instead of doing it right and, you know, going through all of the paces of the ending, they just fucking vomit it out and, you know, say, I'm done. It's mm-hmm. done. Post. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, that is my other, my that, thing about that, it, is that That's a big, big fucking yeah. problem. And, I mean, like, even if everything about this was perfect, that rushed ending would have just, it still would have fucking put the kibosh on it for me. But then... Like, because that's the end of that night. But then he goes on for, like, another bit afterwards. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this doing here? Because that was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Um, like, it just, I don't know. Like, it's four <laughs> paragraphs. And a couple of paragraphs that are a single sentence. That explain the aftermath. but like, Or, like, but more like, like, like run, run down the aftermath. Yeah, what it goes to the point where he's in fucking college. Like, it didn't have to... I mean, especially, like, definitely didn't need the stuff with the psychologist or, you know, like, you know, it could have gone to, like, an epilogue paragraph where, like, oh, I'm in college, I haven't, you know, I haven't been home since this happened, everyone still thinks Hans did it, blah, 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 or maybe it was Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was the other thing, yeah, no, no, I know, that's the other thing, actually, like, halfway through this, I was like, oh, man, Hans is totally going to be the, sorry, Peter, or no, Hans is going to be the one that's going to actually be in line with with Milk White, who's actually Peter. (laughs) Like, that's what I was actually expecting to happen, was that, oh, it turned out that Peter... Well, and that's fine, because that actually makes the mention of Peter useful, because yeah, for yeah, you, it was a red yeah. herring. Yeah, it and for me, yeah, like, I, like, I remember, like, when I first read, like, about Peter's, oh, Peter died, it's like, the family, like, was crushed, and then they have Hans, and it's like, okay, um, the only reason I can see it being there is to, for us to sympathize more with Hans and his family. Yeah. For the ending. Which, I mean, granted, I actually feel, re- like, like again, like, the the story kind of worked on me for that, because I did feel really sh- bad for, I actually felt bad for Hans, because... He's kind of a sympathetic character in all this. Well, yeah, he's a simpleton. Yeah. Simpletons are always sympathetic. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then, like, same with Jimmy. Like, Jimmy is just stereotypically, like, a fucking arrogant little prick. <laughs> uh, let's talk about hands for a moment. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's move, Mikey. Um, they talk about him being held back. Not one. Not two. But five years. <laughs> is he in the same grade as the narrator, or is yes. he just in the same no. school? Same grade. I thought it was just they were in the, in middle school together. Not necessarily could, yeah, in the be, same but grade. But middle school is like three grades. Yeah. yeah. I don't know which grades exactly, but our narrator is in grade seven. Isn't it seven, eight, nine or something like that? No, it's not 9, 10, no. 11, 12 are high school. I'm talking about 7, 8, 9 for middle school. Oh, okay, so... Um, um, I think it's 6, 7, and 8? I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, that age means would be grade 8, then, because around... Well, or close to grade 8, 7, roughly. So, at least he's in grade... One grade above, which would mean he'd been held back four years. Yeah, either way, he's still yeah. held back <laughs> for... 
three, at least three, at most five years. Yeah. Yeah. At which point, you know, does the school board just well do something well, about that? He would have been given help of yeah, some kind. Exactly. Yeah. He probably. Well, yeah. He. Yeah. I just don't know. I mean, at, at, at that point, I mean, yeah. I mean, based off of like. Like my like experience in like school and stuff like that in the nineties, like I do recall that like there was a special class for people that were developmentally challenged. Yeah. So he'd be th- going to that cl- those classes yeah. rather than and there was like a program like we yeah. had for like like rather than just pulling exactly. them pull, and they were actually yeah like halfway they through would that year like they essentially were do life back, skills so. yeah and they would be there for the specific <clears throat> amount of time that you would be in school and then they'd be gone yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> there you go. Okay, yeah, you said that a little too like. <laughs> Dude, that sounded a lot worse. Yeah, than exactly. <laughs> but uh. yeah, like that's just yeah that that one did kind of like fuck Christ, he's seventeen. Yeah. yeah. But by the yeah. time I got to that, I was like, this thing is already so full of holes. Yeah, yeah. And then... I can't even use it to strain my macaronis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when we get to the asylum, Hans gets a nail embedded in his palm. Yeah. To the point where it has to be pulled out. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> and all we get is Jimmy saying, scared of a little blood, you fucking baby. <laughs> Yeah, and it's well, like, uh, that needs medical attention. <laughs> yeah, I, I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, well, I know she needs a tetanus shot soon. Who's <laughs> gonna need a tetanus shot? Yeah, but it's okay. It doesn't need medical attention because he's dead. <laughs> he's he's a red he's a red shirt anyway. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like I don't know. I, I feel like this could have been a good like running around the asylum trying to evade milk, milk white mm-hmm. and like you know eventually it coming down to Hans having to bash the narrator over the head yeah Jimmy could have died at some other I would point have been like happy he, he could have died in like the cafeteria or something and then like then it's just Hans and the narrator yeah. you know hiding and then like you know fucking milk white's like sniffing out the blood or something and that's why Hans you it's know fucking yeah. knocks him out and it's like okay so he's asleep so he's safe and he's gonna find the blood on me anyway and I'm dead and oh! <laughs> yeah exactly see and like the narrator yeah. wakes up and there's like no sign of anything yeah like it's like i said this had some potential this has some potential and it's not the gr- it's not a good pasta but there's there was a charm in it for me when i was reading it well, of course it has so, a charm it's a got an urban legend in it. you're yeah. a sucker yes yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, and actually it's funny because uh, I did read down in the comments and actually somebody comments like, I think there was some Christian denotion here because uh, that the this piercing of the palm of like, and then him sa- sacrificing himself for the for the other two. <laughs> like, oh my god. Hans was the reincarnation of Jesus. Hans was this pasta's Jesus. <laughs> Maybe that actually was the intent, but man, if it was, that was convoluted <laughs> just horrible yeah cause like yeah no <laughs> yeah like although I don't... he did die for Jimmy's <laughs> yeah oh god 
damn it. Uh, that doesn't make Enfys okay. No, I know. Um, also, the point about the, the big teeth, I, the, I'm not going to lie, the first thing I kind of came to was that he was just, like, deformed, like, like larger-than-life kind of teeth. But he's not deformed! I know, it's no. not mentioned, but that's where my brain went to, like, add into the story, so... Like, his only deformity is that he's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe the reason I like the story is because I was just filling in the gaps as I read it. And well, you are you are a much better storyteller yeah. than this guy, hmm. yeah. or girl. Yeah, we're not sure. Or fucking Person. whatever, <laughs> individual, <laughs> or group of individuals. God damn! <laughs> now we gotta be that. <laughs> now we gotta be that freaking PC. I'm just taking it to its inevitable end. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you know it's an individual? It could be a group. God, don't be groupist. <laughs> I really hope that's not a word <laughs> or let down a term. It is now. You just no! uh, Anyway, was there anything else, Mikey or Doctor Levin? Um, I have notes on how I would have made it better. By all means, because right. <laughs> again, while I liked it, while I liked the story, I would love to hear. Alright, a good version of it. <laughs> the first step is remove the born in the asylum, which we've already covered, yeah. talked on, and make it lives in Old Abandoned Asylum. Yeah. Which, like, it would be a little bit more feasible as an urban or legend. Or Old Abandoned Asylums. <laughs> and then explain that Milk White only goes after courageous, foolish preteens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a little stretching. <laughs> So, stop. <laughs> so, so make him to so make him Voorhees or Michael Myers, <laughs> um, and then have the camping trip where Peter went missing near an old asylum. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then I know it's probably a trope of some kind, but make Hans a genius, but he's acting a fool. So not even to explain the five-year gap. And oh, so he's gifted more than okay. Yeah, hmm. and what's to say that uh, he didn't have an encounter with Peter on the camping trip, and he's been trying to find Milk White ever since to get his revenge? But he knows that they only goes after preteens, so he has to stay with the until. Oh, okay, so like, like it's like a long con kind of thing, like. <laughs> He has to wait. Oh, so wait he's, he's, wow, okay. So he has to wait for the protagonist and Jimmy to actually go to an asylum, which ends up summoning. Hey, so wait, Milk now, now Milkweight's actually a supernatural entity? He has yeah. to be summoned? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, because otherwise he's, mean, not, he's not going to be there. It'll just be an empty asylum. You've completely made a brand new story. <laughs> Using mm. like the par- Some using of the, the pieces, <laughs> yeah. Couple Which, of the characters, yeah. Asylums, <laughs> and you've created well, actually this using plot. The Peter, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Because again, without like, yeah, without that your convoluted story, Peter's whole like thing in the story is really just. A red herring, or just yeah. a sympathy, like uh, adding or on nothing. A, yeah, or just nothing. Yeah, um, yeah. So, like, I, I honestly do feel that the story, as it is, just needs to be fixed or needs to be reworked. <laughs> there, like, there, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a good story because it isn't. 
but there's there's something there, like there's potential in the story at hand, not mm-hmm. rather than just making a brand new one, though I would like to see your new one. Yeah. <laughs> but I have I more. Think... <laughs> I don't know if you want more. No, go for it. Like, if, <laughs> yeah, if you wanna yeah, like by all means <laughs> go. <laughs> That's what it needs. More <laughs> If you have more to that plot, or if you have a different plot. Well, well, then they go into space, see? <laughs> well, instead of the cops finding nothing, they end up finding the body of Peter. Okay. In which case it insinuates that there's a fight between Hans and... No, quite. In space? No. I'm sorry, as soon as you said, uh, uh, there's a fight that ensued between Hans and Ruber. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and yeah. essentially how I would have that fight go down is that Hans wins, but not after being bitten. And then while he's standing over Milkwhite in defeat, it transforms into his brother... And then he realizes, oh crap, and then I as he turns own. into oh, okay, Milk so, White, so wait, that's the supernatural side of it. So it almost has like a pumpkin heady kind of plot thing? Well, where like, essentially, it just transfers it over? Transfers over, but it consumes the soul of these young people, and that's how it keeps moving from one to the next, because it needs to recharge. Okay. <laughs> it, it is, like, you, again, like, yeah, you've just, you've changed the, the, the the origin story of this thing from being just a, a creepy mental patient or serial killer. Um, At what point is this character is Milk White ever a mental patient? Okay, not mel- well, sorry, no. not a mental patient, but like exactly. A serial killer. Um into this supernatural entity, which again I don't mind, but it's just not this story. <laughs> you completely changed the story. Okay, made it better. Um, worse or better. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um... Are you sure it's not Stan E? <laughs> and the last horse crosses the line. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Uh, well, guys, do we have anything else to say about Milk White? Um, I also don't like the rhyme. No? Yeah, it didn't it rhyme just... that well. Well, it, it rhymes. rhymes. Yeah. But, I mean, tight, white, fight, bite, it rhymes. It's just... Yeah. I just... I don't like the message it's, it delivers. I was a little weird. Like, was like I was, like, a little uh, confused by, like, he doesn't fuss, he doesn't fight. I was like... Clearly uh, he does. Yes, he does. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of his shtick. Yeah. You know, that that's what makes him a menace. Maybe he doesn't fuss, but he does fight. But, yeah. Yeah, it, it's just, it's like, or don't fuss, don't fight, you know, he'll kill you dead with just one bite, like, yeah. maybe that, but, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's not good. No. It, it it's, it needs, needs to be, to be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I do actually enjoy... I'm all for its existence, yeah. but it needs to be different. The, the rhyme or the... The rhyme. Yeah. Because, I mean, rhymes and creepy stories are usually kind of interesting. Like, they're, like, they, they, they look into, like, the culture of the, or, like, the... Well, and I mean, one, the back of two, Freddy's coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. Or the the poem that inspired the Pumpkinhead franchise. 
there's actually a poem that uh, uh, of Pumpkinhead. I cannot recall That's it. Fine, it's not yeah. in the movie, Exa- so I don't care. Yeah, but it inspired the story. <laughs> it inspired that. Oh no, it isn't. It isn't the movie. The, the the bumpkin kids, like the redneck kids, uh, are talking, are saying it around a uh, uh, one of the um, the lesser He's children. Crazy. Yeah, clearly. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, I would recommend this one because I personally did enjoy the read of it. Um, but it does need to be re- like on the other side, it does need to be reworked. Um, I would like to see the story looked at again and like fixed. But that is my recommendation. Yeah, I would only recommend reading it if you're going to rewrite it. Yeah. Other than that, I would say stay away. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to read it for entertainment, I just don't get the entertainment out of it. Yeah. Fair enough. Two different views. And Actually, <laughs> three different views. Yeah, I know. Yeah, And the third view is just... I just did no. not like it. <laughs> All right. All right. You know what this means? We have a time It's breaker. bad. <laughs> Whatever. I still enjoyed it. That's why Mikey is here. Yes. But you're wrong. <laughs> Maybe I should have just let the recorder die. <laughs> Maybe uh, I should just let you die. All right. And we're moving on to our side dish. Because um, I thought it was going to be, we're, we were going to need that. <laughs> uh, the Green Corvette by Tesla Toth. Um so it's uh, the stock worker and, uh, and father comes home to find his daughter is not home, um, and she should be, but he waits till the next day, and when she's not there that next morning, he calls the cops. Um, he also, she's also 18. That's why he yeah. doesn't, like, lose yeah, his shit. Yeah, he doesn't lose his shit. Yeah, like. exactly. Um, he also asks around and scours the neighborhood, but no luck except for the five-year-old kid next door who saw the daughter, um, whose name is Chelsea, get into a green Corvette. Um, after about a week with no other leads, um, the cops finally do find her, but she's dead in a ditch, essentially. She's dead in a ravine by the railroad. Um, um she's clearly murdered. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, like, wrapped like, in plastic, um, I think her, like, bruised and beaten, all that to. stuff. That's yeah. all we need. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was clearly murdered. After looking up Green Corvettes, um, owned in the town, in the city, um, he finally comes up, uh, comes on a, or comes up with a guy named Gerard, Gerard who had um, a record, and that's why he like he recognized him, the name, I guess, because he came to the door and um, introduced himself as per his court uh, recommend, er, uh, requirements. And so, but he has an alibi for that night, so he's uh, the cops aren't really pursuing it. Regardless, the father, in a rage, goes over one night, uh, convinced that this is the guy that killed his daughter, and presumably kills him. Um, when he gets home, um, the kid is outside playing and notices um, that the father has something on his shoes, and uh, he's like, you, you, got the, you got green on you. And he's like, what? And he looks down, and uh, on his shoes, there is red blood on his shoes, not green. So the kid is colorblind, and it wasn't a green Corvette, it was a red Corvette. Dun, dun, dun. He killed or the wrong guy. Or maybe it was a green Corvette, and he killed the right guy. No. That's not how the story proceeded. That, that's not how it... But, I mean, come on, he's a good fucking possibility. And <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was... Yeah, any it was, sicko can get someone to lie for him. True. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it is assumed that he killed the wrong guy. Uh, or suggested that he killed the wrong guy, and that the other guy's out there somewhere. Um... Driving a red Corvette. I enjoyed the twist, but otherwise it was... It's a twist that I've seen done a couple of times, so it's not terribly original. Um, though the shortness of this pasta does kind of just 
lean itself for like, all right, well, it's I read it. That was an interesting twist. Go on with my day. Yeah, here's my problem with that. Okay. Kid's five. Yeah. Nobody's realized he keeps <laughs> fucking up red. <laughs> like, well, the... it, it's not realized that he's colorblind. Yeah. The mom so when he says green truck or green Corvette, no one's like, hey, this guy thinks a lot of things are green. Yeah. Like, I get what you're saying because it's 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 like this kid just exi- like just suddenly spontaneously existed for to see that and he that moment. spontaneously developed fucking color blindness. Yeah, exactly. Like, or <laughs> color dyslexia. I don't know. Yeah, like the the father knows enough about this kid to know that his 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 mom is a stripper and that's about it. <laughs> like. Single so like, mom. Yeah, single mom. And, like, so, like, he knows, like, a little, like, a fair amount about this this family. And, that, like, he's obviously a neighbor, like, knows people in the neighborhood and stuff. So, yeah, it, I mean, again, it's a, it's a plot hole. <laughs> yeah. That nobody else realized that this kid is colorblind. Also, if he, like, told that to the cops, the cops would have kind of asked the kid more about that and probably would have found out about that. Yeah. Yeah, instead of investigating the guy who had a green Corvette. Well, I mean, <laughs> they would probably do both. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, like, oh, okay, so this kid sees red as green. So, it's a green or a red Corvette. Also, he's fucking five, and he can spot a Corvette? <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, like, don't get me wrong, I love vets. They're great. They're fantastic. I can spot one, like, a mile away. Because I love them. Also, because I'm 32. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, again, we don't... Uh, yeah, we're not given a lot of information about this kid, so we don't... We know have, he's five. We know he's five. He smashes Tonka trucks in driveways, and he fucking apparently can spot a Corvette, but he cannot tell you exactly what color it is, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't know, like... Why this kid? We know more about this kid than anyone else in this story. (laughs) Yeah. However, there is no explanation for him being able to spot a Corvette. Yeah. Real plot twist: the kid did it all along. (laughs) See, I'd actually, I should buy into that. That would actually make an interesting story. The The kid is actually the green Corvette. <laughs> and during the day, while other people are at work, he transforms into a green Corvette and runs down innocent girls, <laughs> or lures them into the so they can take them out to the place. Yeah, anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, why is this Corvette on and there's nobody there? I'm gonna go away. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, there, there's not a whole lot else to say about this one for me, anyway. Um, especially now that I've just found that plot hole that is like <laughs> it's like the cops would have grilled this kid or would have at least like talked to this kid and found out oh he's colorblind it's not a green Corvette that would end the entire pasta right there <laughs> yeah like um, but I mean again it, it, like yeah it's it's one of those ones where it's a short pasta so the guy the person writing this was writing just a short thing and didn't think enough I guess to put to try and figure out that plot hole. Brevity is no excuse for not thinking. Just because you're trying to keep your story brief doesn't mean you can't... Like, I mean, you fucking read over this once and you're gonna catch those plot holes. And then you rewrite it and fix them. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Or this is why, and this seems to be our motto, this is why you have somebody else look at your pasta before you put, just post it on the internet. Yeah. So that you can fi- fish out all those, so you can fish out at least the majority of those plot holes and issues and fix them before you post. <gasps> yeah. Like, I, I would have a lot more fun doing the prep for this podcast if people did that more because higher percentage of the pastas would be good. Yeah. Like or at the very least, well-constructed. Yeah. Which I mean, they might get... still be shit. Yeah. <laughs> at least they'd be well-constructed yeah. shit. Like, or a concept that I could at least for. look at it and say, yeah. you know what? That is that is a fine piece of shit. It's still shit, but man, is it good shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Again, another t-shirt quote. Um... <laughs> Mikey, any other thoughts other than what we've just presented? Um, no, no, it's a relatively short one. It was a story. It was relatively good when it comes down to it. I recommend people read it just because. <laughs> okay. It's short. Yeah. It. I found it entertaining. Yeah. If you don't think of it too hard, which is not what you're supposed to do, unfortunately, um, with these short pastas. It is. It is just a. Fun, it has an interesting twist, which I would recommend for that. If you're really trying to think of it like we do on the show, maybe don't. <laughs> um. Honestly, if they've already listened to this, they know what's wrong with the twist. Yeah. Um. So they can they go ahead and read it. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, it's doubly ruined. Well, it's it's one part ruined, one part saved because hey, they already know what's wrong with it. So. Yeah. But I would actually recommend it because. Of one thing. Okay. One really tiny thing. The fact that, and the way the writer goes about glossing over what was probably a heinous and brutal kill scene of the mistaken identity. Yes. Like, don't go into gore porn. Yeah. Completely (laughs) didn't. I mean, the guy, like... The, uh, the the father of the missing girl isn't even in the house when he cuts away. Yeah, and then he just, he's home when he cuts back. Yeah, and it's it's a nice little like transition period, like thing. Like we all know what he did. <laughs> yeah, and imp- well, and I mean, and that that's part of the beauty of it because yeah. my mind can come up with some fucked up shit that I would do to someone in that situation. Yeah, and I, I think that's part of the beauty of it is that. Like, even if you're not a father, you can come up with... Like, you know what you would do in that situation. Oh, yeah. if, if you knew And it that would was be fucking... Like, you might not even know what you'd do, but, man, you know it would take hours. Yeah. Yeah, and... and yeah. Just, yeah. Especially, it, like, we've had a couple of pastas recently that for, have, have for, done the wrong for thing. pasta to have that kind of restraint... Yeah. ...is... <laughs> so face kudos it, to you. Unique. Yeah. So kudos to you, Tesla Tom, for going the going the what's the the word? Uh, taking the high road. That's what I was looking for. Yes, taking the high road in um, your green Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so wow. So milk white. One out of one out of three people recommend green Corvette. All three apparently recommend. He gets the green light. <laughs> Wait, I'm colorblind! <laughs> okay, he gets the light at the bottom. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Alright, so. I guess that was 
our episode this week. So if you like what you heard, if you didn't, if you have some comments to throw our way, leave them in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, Kiwi6, or send us a, uh, you can send us a review on iTunes. Every little bit helps. Um, uh, you can also send us an email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also send us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, and if you'd like, you can donate. If you just go to crazonstudios.tumblr.com, you can check out all the title cards for each episode, and on the side there's a little donate button. So until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. my syrup, but you'll never take my beer! I'm sorry.